the player I'm going to get mad at you guys about, just so, you know, steal yourself. Failure. You take it very personally. You shame me, guys. You shame me. Uh-oh. Tell me why I'm wrong. So I'm just going with my heart over my head, because my head is stupid anyway. Prepare for total domination. Oh, that's just dumb, though. I've never been proven more wrong in my life so quickly and so dramatically. Recording April 10th, 2023. That date means anything to you. It is probably because you realize is realize it is the date of the 2023 WNBA draft. So guess what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about the 2023 WNBA draft. This is your host, Snap Wilson, Rubble Coco, MJ Tolliver. This is the sixth podcast of the year WNBA draft edition. Edition. Guys, how are we doing? How are we feeling with our respective teams? Um, MJ, your your team drafted five players. Your ex team drafted twenty players. It seems like <laughs> <laughs> not, maybe not that many, uh, <laughs> including in, trades. In uh, it was it was uh, six players total. Um, yeah, a lot of players. Uh, how you feeling? Just uh, just give us your your. We don't, we're not going to go into individual players yet, but you can just kind of tell us how you're feeling about Indy and about Dallas. Well, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Didn't uh, it wasn't it wasn't Ashley that went to Dallas. It was was it? No, yes, it was. It was okay. It was. Um. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now, granted, she was not, she was not, the fifth player. <laughs> Yeah, they acquired. So, yeah. Anyway, with Dallas, um, so Indiana, yes, um, my predictions were true. I yeah, they were. I we'll, mean, we we'll knew, get into that. You you nailed some stuff here. Yeah, Leah was going. We knew that, but the Grace Burger thing Grace was Burger like, at seven. You nailed Grace it. Grace gonna go, and then I put it on the actual lead, uh, like mock draft. I was That's a right. part of that, and I threw her in there too. So you know, I remember you were late drafting, and I was gonna draft her for you if you didn't yeah. show up. So a lot of, yeah, see, you have my back because you, you said it, you did it from the beginning. We were like, I was going to say, my uh, MJ has not given me permission to do this, but he's drafting Grace. No, nah, but you you seven. got you got permission though. You got permission because that's how I took it when they were asking, like, oh, okay, so who is such and such going to go with? And you came in there like Boston, Billy of Boston. <laughs> I wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to let you potentially mess that up. Yeah. Yeah, and I just co-signed you, and then I was, you know, they was like, okay. So with the second pick, I'm like, damn, did I, did I just, did that just go over my head? The seriousness of this, and then I realized that we were actually doing a real like something that they were actually putting together, compiling to be put out to the public. So then that's when I kind of locked in, and then they came around to me, and Grace Berger was, of course, my point guard pick because that's what ended me. So I'll just end it on that part. All right, Uh, not going in, so I'll wait. All right. Well, there, there wasn't a lot for Chicago, but uh, how you feeling about Kiana Trailer, Becky? I'm feeling great about her. I didn't really know who she was until the tournament, and then I now very much know she, who she is because she was <laughs> featured in my favorite new TikTok series. Is she gay or is she just coach women's basketball? And Please Kiana Trailer. Please to me. I've heard so much about it, and I can't find it. Oh, I shared it. I'll share. Okay. It with you um and kiana trailer actually commented and was like do me next so i will not spoil the series because as you go you have to guess um but she was featured 
um, on is she gay or or does she just play women's basketball? So I was very excited to have her on my team. Like, I know her. (laughs) She has a leg tattoo. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, a player who who they didn't even have a picture for, so I, you could say this was well off the board. Ksenia Malashka. What a great name, though. I don't know who she is. I don't know anything about her. Great She's name. from Middle Tennessee. She was yep. the sixth player of the year in her conference. What? All right. Yeah. Well, she she fits right into to our whole uh, motif. So right. That's or it. the CUSA Sixth Player of the Year. Is that a conference? Conference USA. Conference USA conference, okay. Guessing, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the conferences are. Should I'm new to this. See if somebody can find a picture of her that they're going to put up on. Oh, I also <laughs> tweeted those. You just have to follow my Twitter snap. <laughs> no, no, I'm so just saying, like, ESPN should be following your Twitter because they didn't have a picture of her. <laughs> yeah, apparently like, they couldn't Becky Google quite, quite as quick as I can. Pictures of, uh, pictures of the, the draftees you don't actually have pictures of. All right. Um, anyway, all right. Uh, we'll get into that, but first, uh, and and most importantly, I think on on this auspicious night, uh, and you're gonna you're gonna do more of the heavy lifting than than I think last year because I unfortunately got a little distracted at the beginning of the draft and I didn't get to see all of the players standing around in their fits. So I only have like a couple of group pictures of them together. Um, but we'll, we'll let's let's start on this. Uh, let's go into the 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 fashion notes for tonight's draft. And Becky, the floor is yours. Yeah, I thought it was very interesting. I thought the draft looks really mirrored the draft itself and that there was an obvious number one and a very clear number two, very solid number three, and then kind of evened out from there. Um, uh, was number one thought, Zaya? Absolutely. Yes, Just okay. stunning. Right. She looked yeah. beautiful. That was 100%. an incredible dress. I don't know. No notes. No notes no at notes. all. It was great. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I could ever look that good in my life. She looked incredible. Yeah. Um, and then I thought Jordan Horston was a clear number two. She just looked like really great, really dapper, like just just very well tailored outfit. The jewelry was perfect. Just everything came together for a very strong look. I really nice. loved that look. Um, and then my number three is Haley Jones in the yes. green look. Uh, I didn't like the color, but okay. I, I like the the overall kind of look of it. Yeah, I thought it was very cool. My girlfriend made the comment that it's one of those looks that looks so cool now, and in 15 years, we look back at the draft and be like, what are people wearing? Like, that'll be <laughs> one of those looks, but it looks so good <laughs> right now. Uh, I really liked it. Um, I I didn't love the execution 100% on Aaliyah's white jumpsuit okay. but i do love that she carried through with the trend you wear white when you're the number one pick mm-hmm. to show that you're the number one pick um i love that i'm glad she went with it and her hair looked great i loved the way she did her braids um the purple was really it it stood out really well against the white jumpsuit i just didn't love the fit of it all mm-hmm. um other two notables bria beal and diamond miller both in pink suiting Yes. I thought both looked very, very good. Um, Bria Bale had a little BB necklace, which I really covet. A little what What kind of necklace? It was a BB for Bria Bale necklace. Oh, it's like okay, a diamond okay, okay. BB yeah. necklace. All right. Makes sense. I was into it. Yeah. Those are my those are my highlights. I thought everyone looked good. I love that they seemed like everyone besides Jordan, who was wearing a suit, um, wore heels. Even the tall girls wore, wore tall heels. Love to see that. 
marching off the bingo board. Yep, part Mm -hmm. part of the bingo board. We'll discuss bingo (laughs) later. Okay, all right, fair enough. Any other Uh, standouts for you all? um, Maddie was one that stood out to me. I just thought she looked really good in it. Like it fit her. Yeah, I liked it. I also liked the the tall players show off, like that they have legs. legs for days. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, she looked really good too. How about you, MJ? I was just surprised. Uh, Alexis came up with what just seemed like a just the sport coat or whatever. Like I'm looking like, um, is there any more? But I'm not judging. I was just looking like, is there is there more? And that's really it. I mean, she you guys already covered Aaliyah and um I mean it's not a competition. Haley you Jones. Make it one. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the most I don't know where I was looking like. Um Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh my Mount Rushmore for the draft night fits, and this is all uh, this is all mostly cobbled together from from uh Becky your uh your uh like little article that you did that's on the download database that has a bunch of pictures. Uh, was Satu. Um, it was, uh, oh, geez, I've already forgotten. Hang on just a sec. Uh, it was two from last year, which were not updated on your thing. But uh, yeah, Destiny Henderson, Shakira Austin, and who was the fourth one? Destiny oh, Charlie Lover. Collier. Charlie Collier looked fantastic that year in 2021. I think we can add, uh, add Zia Cook. Make it, a, make it a top five. That's for me, at least. Uh, yeah, I don't even know which five. category to put her in on that list. She could maybe go in the unique or something else because she she dressed up. That was a fancier dress that I think mm-hmm. a lot of players wear. Um, it's often a little more of a cocktail vibe. Though there's a lot of and then a lot of suiting, um, and that was more of a gown. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I have to add new a ca- new category for Zaya, and that's fine. It's awesome. Yeah, well done. Great, great job was, on the fits. Zaya was <laughs> she was sparkling today. Yeah, looked really, really good. Fantastic. Uh, okay, uh, moving on to like the the more conventional analysis of the drafts. Uh, last year we did this going team by team, and I think that's that's a pretty decent way of doing it. Uh, that way we just kind of kind of take in what they what they did, what they came away with uh, in this draft, and we will start. We'll just go in alphabetical order, and we'll start with. Atlanta, the Atlanta Dream, uh, who at number six drafted Haley Jones of Stanford. Number eight, Letitia Amahir. Amahir, am I saying that right? South Carolina. And Leigh Brown of Michigan at number 15. And uh, shout out to a uh, friend of the pod, ENFP Dream Hoops, who called every single one of these picks six hours before it happened. Nailed every single one of them. That's pretty impressive. What did he do? He did his own mock. Uh, no, he just picked a. He 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 sent out a tweet guessing who they would pick at each at six, eight, and fifteen. He got it nice. exactly right. It's impressive. Good job. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. The only thing that jumps out at me, Haley Jones. You know, great, perfect. There's there are obvious risks with the shooting. Uh, if she's if she's going willing and able to shoot three pointers, which Especially this team, which is not the deepest in terms of shooting, uh, but the rest of her game is is absolutely fine. And looking, projecting like who the roster might be, I think there's a lot of room for her to to get some decent minutes here. Uh, the the one that uh, 
kind of I don't know it, it I don't I don't see the room for Letitia necessarily uh, and, and there's going to be a crunch when Ileana Rupert uh, joins the team because we got Cheyenne Parker we got Nia Coffey unless they 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 want to move Nia to the three we got um, Monique Billings we have Naz Hillman. I think all these players kind of demand some attention here. So how much is Letitia going to play? Uh, I, I guess I'm, I'm guessing she's going to play four or five, both maybe. And then when Ileana Repair comes back, like what's going to happen? That's my question. And then Leah Brown, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know how how much they're expecting her to to stand out. Number 15 pick is is not necessarily you know that far off from from a first rounder so but would is she expected to make the team uh i really hard to say just yet but let's the get most your important thoughts. thing yeah <laughs> the most important thing with leah brown is she is reunited with teammate nas hillman that's right michigan is has come right. to atlanta michigan in the house Love and it. uh to south carolina alicia gray and leticia now I don't know. No, no matches for Stanford, I don't think. But I'm not going to look through it all. Uh, but yeah, uh, Becky, what do you think? How, how did they do? I thought they had a really good night. I mean, Haley yeah. Jones dropping to six. We talked about her last week. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's the, the weakness. <laughs> there's the the three-point shooting and just shooting in general. Uh, but she is a very, very strong player. And I I expected her to drop a little bit, but she yeah. dropped even further than I had predicted. So I think that's a great pickup for them. Uh, Letitia uh, Mew here, great all-around player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they highlighted this in the special. Like, she's been playing for the Canadian Olympic team. So she's, play, she's played with WNBA talent. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and you know, stood up relatively well there. And, you know, we'll do our roster predictions yep, later obviously it's our favorite episode <laughs> uh <laughs> a lot of trades and stuff i have a feeling just like that was my takeaway is i think we're going to see some some movement and some players moving around a little bit because not everything makes a whole lot of sense right now yeah and i don't mind i mean i i generally think drafting for best available mm-hmm. is is a pretty good strategy i know we have tight roster rosters but outside of kind of the top you're not really drafting starters you're drafting bench pieces and development pieces and so take a player you think will be good and see if they can hang right and i think that's the way to go and so i love the leah brown pick we talked about her last week too that i hoped she would go second round she did mm-hmm. i don't think she could pick the team we'll see it's possible yeah so we're looking at just looking at guards uh daniel robinson Aaron mcdonald I guess AD fits more in as a guard. Um, uh, technically, Ryan Howard. I don't know if Ryan Howard is going to play the two, how that whole Alicia Gray and Ryan Howard thing is going to work out in terms of which wing position they'll be mostly covering. Uh, and then, um, yeah, there's room, I guess, right? Looking at it, <laughs> there's really not a lot of uh, locks beyond uh, beyond that particular group. And I wouldn't even say, I mean, as, as much as we love AD, maybe not necessarily a lock, but I would think that they would, they would have the advantage over, over Leah Brown. We'll see. Uh, MJ, how are you feeling? I'm just shocked Haley fell as well, but 
considering her weaknesses, a lot of the teams above where she was drafted don't really need her, especially like uh, I know I was paying attention to the Mystics. And, of course, Dallas, duh, because they're everywhere. They just love drafting. But I guess she she will be the best fit in Atlanta because they have the uh, complementary pieces around her and uh, the pieces that can probably help her develop her game more in those areas of weakness. So I think it's a pretty good fit, honestly. And my guess is that do they play a little bit more small ball? They're a heavy transition team. Yeah, so I mean, do and, they? Like, and she fits really in with that beautifully. Yeah, she's so, gonna be be throwing passes on the break all over the damn place. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's so, what I that's what I was thinking when they drafted. I'm like, well, they're going small, and then right on the back of it, they drafted Letitia. So, you know, I'm just like, eh, okay, I see where Atlanta's going, but they're they'll be fine because they've done very well with their free agency and and what pieces they have over there already in place before the draft so i don't know about leah brown but definitely um uh Haley and leticia are really good have been really good defensive players at the yeah. ncaa level so you can maybe project them to help out in that area as well and we know that uh we know <laughs> that um tanisha loves defense so that's her thing cool all right, let us move on down to, well, the Chicago Sky. We we, we talked about him. Kiana Trailer, uh, kind of, the, remember we were talking last year about the, the glue girl, right? With um, Emily Engsler. The natural enemy of the horse girl. <laughs> the natural enemy of the horse girl is the glue girl. That's, that's never stops being funny. Um, Kiana Trailer was the glue at Virginia Tech. Just basically filled in, did all the did all of the things. You have to feel good about this. Also, th- there's a path open to her making the team. When you look at the the wings on this team, uh, Kalia Ka- or or the guards, because right, she's five nine. So you, I mean, you're thinking maybe shooting guard at max, right? Uh, with her play, that could be a problem. Is is if she can't defend small forwards, but we'll see. Um, but. We're, ta- we're talking the only guards on the roster. Marina Mabry, Courtney Williams, Rebecca Gardner, Dana Evans. It feels like there's a spot for her here. Uh, even if you only start in, starting off as a fifth guard. And yeah. To, uh, yeah. We're getting into, again, the roster predictions, but that spot I have a pegged for Annalie Maley. Oh, fair who enough. Who was briefly on the team last year, <laughs> who I love. Um but I don't want to start thinking about people no, no. not making TV. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at like, okay, is there a path? And I think there is. Uh, yeah, it could be right. You, I mean, you could be absolutely right. It's like we're we're pegging this spot for Annalie Bailey. But they're, you know, they picked her. It's just, it's like, is it completely locked off or it's not? We're gonna come to some, some teams that you look at the the picks and you're like, all right, no, there's there's no room, not without a trade. There's nothing for you here until but, you ask MJ. <laughs> until until <laughs> you may have a completely different opinion on this, Michael. MJ yeah. will find the space for that. I will find right. <laughs> Hear me out. If we have to start adding seats to the end of the bench, there yes. will be room. <laughs> I, I have some two by fours and some glue. We can make this bench bigger. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, how you? Uh, well, MJ, do you have any thoughts on this? No, not really. Not, okay. 
No, because uh, I I think uh, Beck that's Becky's uh, squad, and she's been paying way more heavier attention to a lot of the players. Like, so I'll be I'll be prepared for that. Uh, the predictions or what is it? The roster predictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when I'm. That's when I'm gonna get jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving on down to Connecticut. They drafted national champion Alexis Morris of LSU and former national champion Ashton Prechtel, I think that's right, of Stanford. Uh, I don't really have much of an opinion on this. I enjoyed watching Alexis Morris play, but I don't know what her pro prospects are necessarily. Uh, she's, she's a lot of fun. She was a lot of fun to watch on LSU. That's basically all I got. And, uh, uh, I, I remember watching that Stanford team, but I, I remember nothing practical <laughs> in specific. I think uh, I think she'll be like Natisha a little bit. Eh? But just maybe like Natisha Light. Like she'll be somebody that can play uh play off. They'll be able to play off of each other. Cause you I know you were saying that they need another guard. Well, I I don't know that they do or that they even have the room for it. But again, we're this is we're getting into the predictions. But yeah, we're looking yeah. at Ty Ty uh, not only <laughs> Natisha but Ty Harris and uh, Nia Cloudon, right? So I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Do we do we still have room? We don't know. Um, Becky, any thoughts on this? Yes or no? Just a peek? No. Just a peek? No. Eh, eh. Eh, right. All right. Eh. Okay. This one. All right. Now we're moving on to the one that's a lot to unpack here with the Dallas no. wing. No, no. Just drop Dallas. No, we're not. We just, can't. Just drop them off. We can't. The, the, the pod is going to be over at like the 40 minute mark if we do that. Shout out to Drew. But no, <laughs> they have to prove. Show and prove. All right. Well, hang on. All right. All right. So we got. Oh my goodness! What? This is insane. Uh, number three, Maddie Segrist, Villanova. Uh, so remember Washington... last week when I said Maddie Segrist three, and you're like, "Whoa, that's pretty high." I, you know, you're right. I did, but I <laughs> okay. So I did, I did my own little mock draft on on Twitter, and I had her going at five. So it, this isn't, you know, it's not insane. Um, we're, we'll get to the one, the drop that completely changed everything and has me absolutely just I'm, I'm flummoxed about it but uh number three maddie segrist villanova uh washington drafted stephanie soars uh at number four and my my initial i was like well, why did you do that that's really strange i mean i i i get you know the appeal of stephanie soars but i don't necessarily get the appeal of stephanie soars for washington and then it turns out that they traded her to Dallas because, you know, can't have enough draft picks, Greg Bibb, uh, for the 2025 first round pick, Dallas's 2025 first round pick, and the 2024 second round pick uh, that was originally owned by Atlanta and somehow has made its way to Dallas. God knows how. Um, but yeah, so Stephanie Soares, she's not expected to play this year, uh, still recovering from ACL. Uh, obviously, a lot of, um, you know, we, we know the... The, the potential for her. I, I can't get over that she has what? She's played how many games? 13 games uh, at the NCAA level, which is wild to me. And and, and she's the number four pick in the draft. But uh, yeah, big uh, a big who can shoot threes pretty comfortably. Uh, over two three-pointers a game since her freshman year. 
She's only hit 28% of them. <laughs> so there's that 76.1 free throw percentage, very athletic, et cetera, et cetera, plus passer. Uh, yeah, I, I, I see it, but it also seems like, I guess this is a potential thing. You know, if she's as good as she can be, she'll be great. But it seems like also very um, risky. Uh, then Lou Lopez, Seneschal, which who went higher than I thought she would. And I can't get it also over, as I forgot who mentioned it. Peter Colelli uh, mentioned on Twitter, she's the same age as, as Arike. She's 24 years old. Is like, that bad? Well, I mean, how good is she at 24 years old? She's, she seems, it seems to be like behind the development curve, you know, for that age. Yeah. Is what I, how I would describe it. I don't know about that. I just don't know about this pick. Abby Myers, uh, I mentioned her, uh, I think, on the last uh, the last episode. Um, I kind of like her. I don't think she has a prayer of making this roster as it's currently constructed. There's just no spots. There's no space left for her to, to be on it, unless they uh, let Crystal Dangerfield go. You know Dallas is known for being basically a developmental playground. <laughs> they're, and they, they're, they're probably going to farm team. <laughs> yeah, they're going to trade Arike and they're going to get like three other first round picks or like a first and a second. And then, oh, my God. Yeah, they're going to do some concoct, some three team trade and whatever team that she ends up on is going to end up sending another pick too. So it's going to be a first and two seconds. Just, just right. watch, just watch. And then, and then Ashley Jones, and if Abby Myers doesn't have a chance at drafted at number eleven, Ashley Jones doesn't either at number nineteen. So I, just, I don't know. And then Paige Robinson, who I know very little about from Illinois State. Uh, this is a weird draft. It really is. I get Maddie Segrist, sure. Uh, I do not get passing up Jordan Horston by number five. I don't really understand the Lou Lopez thing unless uh, Crystal Dangerfield is on her way out. Um, or or Veronica Burton, but that's even harder to imagine. Uh, the Stephanie Soares thing is is very risky. It's just, and, and then on top of that, uh, you don't know how many players are going to from twenty twenty four are going to hold over until twenty twenty five, and you don't know how good you're going to be. That seems like that that could be a, a looming disaster. First and second round pick for a player who has played thirteen games in the NCAA just seems wow i i didn't realize that she was this highly valued by anybody it's really really strange maybe maybe greg bibb just wanted to get rid of some future first some that's future exactly what things. i was about to chime in and say like, maybe they want to ground themselves like let us stop right look here. we Let's... were addicted to these things we need to start get rid start getting rid of them yeah because they need to stop. They have a problem. <laughs> they need to go. A, they could go a good two years without having that was a draft pick. An intervention trade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'm flat. I I don't think it was a particularly good night for them, Maddie. You know, uh, but Maddie also has to play behind Natasha and Tiara, and uh, you know, somewhere other than Satu, and you know, I I've Charlie Collier at this point has to be gone at this point i would think uh, i don't Kawir. know and then a lot of careers still around and, and yeah it's just a lot there's a lot we, going on here yeah i thought it the... was odd to trade for suarez when or suarez hmm. when they have they have a lot of bigs like yeah, they, they just do. they just threw a whole bunch of money at tr mccowan yep 
Um, and then they yeah. have a lot Kawir that they're developing and Charlie Collier that they are not developing for <laughs> their own reasons. Yes. And it's that too. And so, yeah. too. and so it seems odd to to value that so much. I think Maddie fits in more because I think she's would more naturally be a three in the WNBA, hmm. and there's more room there for them. But yeah, I don't know why they would just trade it all for some for another big when they have some promising young bigs already. And yeah, all those like bigs that I mentioned are are young. They're first and a second. That's in a, in better drafts. It's really strange. Just like, see if you can get her at five, I guess, right? If, if you wanted that bad. I know we wanted, Lou Lopez wanted a 24-year-old college player who was like, was kind of considered mid-first round. She went she went higher, I thought, than, than most She's people She's a had very good her. shooter. She True. did really well this year. Yeah. I had her around there in my Oh, did my you? Thoughts. Okay. I, yeah, it was somewhere around there. Yeah, I think I had her A little lower, like but nine, not. But... Yeah, I, was, I think I had her like six or seven. Um. Yeah. So, uh, MJ, how you feeling? What's What's going on here? Um. <sighs> Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Um. I think I don't know the Maddie Secrets move, and then the trade makes me feel like they're gonna clean that house, and they might trade some people we don't expect them to trade. Cause I don't, I don't think that I don't think none of this fits together. And then they do have a coaching change. So mm-hmm. maybe they're going in a direction that the coach wants to go in as far as like bringing in players now. And then also trying to find deals later on that will better complement the pieces that they are, uh, or, you know, like Maddie and whatnot, like in, and keeping uh Tierra. So, I, I mean, I, I can see a way that it can work, but, I don't see the way the bigs are going to fit. You know, it's going to have to be one of those situations where they get hurt. And then all of a sudden a white career is like one of the best, you know what I'm saying? Bigs for the month and what, cause didn't she win like a player of the month or something like that uh, last season? No, no, um, nothing like or that. Tierra went, uh, or no, it was, it was here. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm getting mixed up. See what I mean? Like, so they've got a clean house and um, yeah, I'm starting to think crystal is maybe not long for this team. Is, yeah, or what I'm Charlie, guessing. like you said, like they're. I mean, oh, yeah, Charlie's gone, <laughs> and they already got rid of Kayla. And I'm a part of me is feeling like Satu is next. I can. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's send her to Chicago. Oh my goodness. Um, okay. Somewhere. I was <laughs> just saying, yeah, yeah, I was like, all right, sounds good. We'll do that. <laughs> yeah. No, send her to Chicago. She she fits. Or Seattle. Seattle's got room. Or yeah. Or Seattle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's it's really bizarre. I, I did not come away feeling great for them for this draft. Uh, I just the the Stephanie Soares thing just absolutely threw me for a loop. I don't know why they they were so intent on on getting her for that much. You know, I would have just said, you know what, Washington, if you draft her, you draft her. And Washington probably didn't care. They were like, all right, we'll we'll stash her for a year and then whatever. Maybe we could trade her again <laughs> to somebody else if they're interested. Anyway, uh, moving on down. We got the Indiana Fever, uh, who had a great draft just by dint of having the number one pick and getting the surefire star in this draft with Aaliyah Boston, number one. Uh, Grace Berger, number seven. Uh, I really like Grace Berger, so this is, I think that's a good pick. Uh, I really like Taylor Mikesell. Uh, I don't know if there's room on the roster for Taylor Mikesell, but uh, the way she shoots, uh, you have to like it. 
Uh, and then on top of that, we got, whoops, I, I page one way. Uh, so Ladesia Williams later in the draft, number 17, Ladesia Williams, and number 25, Victoria Saxton, South Carolina. So all former champions, those lower picks. Uh, yeah, I do like Taylor Mikesell. I thought uh, I had her going at 10 to L.A. because I thought L.A. really, really, really needed the shooting. Uh, and she, they given that they lost uh, both, um, basically essentially lost both Katie Lou and uh stephanie talbot uh that they really need shooting on the wings but they they went somewhere else for that so um just the top two would be enough for to tell me for, for me to give them an a plus for this draft but taylor mixell if she makes the roster i think i'd feel really good about that just to have that shooter even if even if it's just like for you know five minutes off the bench just when you need to space the floor uh, because that's one thing that she she does really really well um, but what do we think, MJ? You know, I love uh, what Indiana did because they basically filled the needs. And um, I mean, of course, Aaliyah. Okay, so does Aaliyah play center and and Nalissa play the four? Uh, that would be my guess because I think Nalissa has more of the face-up game and the, the spot-up shooting. So offensively, yeah. at least, that's how I would describe it. And I, I think Aaliyah is just going to get whoever the the most um, the best scoring big is because she's the better defender. Right. Okay. And I I think the Taylor pick because Indiana just needed guards to be honest. Outside of Aaliyah, they needed guards. So I think she does make the roster. I know we're we're like fake uh, <laughs> jumping yeah, yeah, yeah. towards the prediction pile. Well, but... I mean, but by the time we get there, there are going to be so many trades and other yeah. pickups and acquisitions. It'll it'll be way different. Yeah, but I think I think she's retained because they that's what they need. They need guards like that are effective. So and not just in volume, you know, just more so in efficiency. I think Grace immediately uh, brings that to the team because she's very paced, uh, very methodical. And, you know, she's going to bring all that stuff together. So they're they're going to be looking good next season. If I mean, if the Nalissa that we've seen in uh, AU is anything like she'll be this season, then they're in for a huge jump. Like I already anticipate they go from winning five to uh, at least 15 games at least. And it could be more like I could be sleeping on Aaliyah Boston, but it does she come to this team and take the reins or does she be the Aaliyah Boston from uh, what we've seen her do this year with South Carolina and be a team player and allow the team to thrive, you know what I mean, or was that just something like, well, I got my championship. I, I think offensively, there's a chance she may like just kind of blend into the background or do the the standard big things and just take what you know, like yeah. how the game comes to her. Yeah. Defensively, there's she's going to be a huge impact player right away, right away, right so, away. They they and, and Alyssa is not like an A plus defender, right? Right. Uh, just we've, we've kind of already saw that in her first year. They need that that big who is going to protect the rim. And that will actually be really good for, for Smith, I think, uh, because she, that's where she probably struggled the most. Well, she kind of struggled a little bit all over, but you could see the potential. But yeah, on the defensive end, she was having some some problems. And but they're still going to have, like, I'm thinking about when the Aces and the Liberty come to town. 
<laughs> it's going to be great. I want to see what that looks like for them because yeah. they'll be able to go from there with what they need to do yeah. going forward. I mean, yeah, I, I, I expect there's going to be some a, a, a bit of a learning curve, yeah. uh, you know, adjustment. But I think that Aaliyah Boston is going to be a very, very good defender, like right from the jump. All right, uh, Becky, what what do you how do you feel about the Indiana Fever? I feel great about it. I love that Grace Berger from Indiana is staying in Indiana yeah. when they shot when they went to the crowd shots at the Indiana Arena and the mascot was going wild. Everyone's losing their minds. I was very excited for that. That's really fun. I also love the with the Victoria Saxton pickup. The entire South Carolina starting five got drafted. That's right. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. Great night for cool. Don Staley. Um, I think the last time that happened was Notre Dame. Yeah, and all, and, and like all of those players wound up being pretty decent. Yeah, those big players have been good. <laughs> yeah. Big congratulations so, to Don. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I agree. I'm very, very excited for this team next season. I would love to see them just not be the kind of you circle it on the calendar as like, ah, oh, we'll probably win this one <laughs> sort of game for most of the teams. Yeah. I want them to be be competitive. And, and I think they really will be this year with what they've picked up. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, here's a question for you, MJ. Maybe one you may not may not be too keen to answer. Does the addition of Grace Berger somewhat put Destiny Henderson's spot in peril, do you, do you think? Oh, we I did not think of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, no. Grace Berger does not have to play the point. She can be, she can, but she, that she has all the skills. Yeah. To, she's to taller to handle she, the ball. Right. Yeah. Uh, she, she, she's like yeah. a wing sized point guard. Yeah. Cause I was, so I was going to throw that in an article too, that she's, she's a, a six foot guard that helped. Yeah. But, um, I don't, I, but like I if would he, think she's in the game. Uh, what do you keep? What do you keep Destiny Henderson around for? The shooting is is one thing. Uh, she, just she's a good off ball shooter. Energy, the energy yeah. that she can bring to the game. Like if you sit Grace, you can bring Destiny in, and she, you know, depending on what what type of roster and or not roster rotation that they have, you know, she can be effective in bringing like energy off the bench. Because I, I mean, does she start? She. He's not going to start. No, no, no. We they're, so, they're still they're still they, they paid Erica Wheeler a boatload of money. She's going to start, yeah. and Kelsey so, Mitchell is the off guard, and she's going to start. So they're they're coming off the bench, and both still in Victoria too. So and Victoria also guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good for the Instagram, I guess. We, I'll get back to you on this question <laughs> in the prediction pot. Okay, all right, fair enough. But um, you know, I'll probably keep them all. <laughs> I'll get serious though. Serious. I'll get, I'll get serious. On that you remember? Remember, we don't have to think of it as cutting them. We can think of it as trading them to, to Toronto. So we'll call it. It's like sending the dog upstate. Right. Trading this player to Toronto. All right. <laughs> all right. This will be quick. Uh, Las Vegas Aces. Uh, one pick, number thirty-six. Uh, I was really surprised actually that uh, Brittany Davis lasted that long. Because uh, she put up um, some really, really great numbers for Alabama, but yeah, well, she was here. Uh, the only thing that they that um, that I know about this pick in terms of what uh, Vegas was thinking is they said uh, they expect somebody to come in and just uh, try to compete, 
Um, and they want somebody who could shoot threes, which Brittany Davis uh, was able to do in college, 35% roughly. Um, shot a lot of them over like 7.8 a game in her, her junior year and 6.7 per game in her senior year and defend threes. And and my understanding was Brittany Davis was pretty great there too. Scored a lot of points, uh, 17.8 points in her season, senior season. Uh, yeah, she put up big numbers. She also had a really good first round game in the tournament, like 30 points, I think before the team got knocked out. Um, so yeah, uh, I know that much about her. At least uh, she was she was a lot of fun to watch in that one game. That's for sure. Uh, chances of making the team is about as good as any other number thirty six player. There is one spot for rookie. Whether it's going to be uh, Kirsten Bell, uh, Aisha Shepard, uh, or Brittany Davis, who knows? Uh, and Becky might surprise us all, but odds are probably pretty slim. That's all I got. I don't know if you guys have any. Particular thoughts on Brittany Davis? Nope. nope. Let's move on. <laughs> right. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Los Angeles Sparks, who needed shooting, um, and I guess they got it in in some respects in Zaya Cook, South Carolina. Uh, they have a stash prospect. I don't know if she's coming this year. She's Nineteen year olds years old, I think. Shanice Swain out of Australia. Uh, the Shyla Heel thing just makes me think. You know what? If they're 19 years old, they're playing overseas. Just give them, give them a year or two, and then and then figure it out. Then, uh, and then mm-hmm. uh, a favorite of mine for this past tournament. I thought she had a wonderful tournament. Monica Sinano of Iowa, big body. I'm sure that'll be a nice nice body to have in camp and and test everybody out. Uh, how are we feeling about this, Becky? Feeling good. I think Zaya Cook feels right in LA. Mm-hmm. I like that. I don't know anything about the Australian player. I just don't watch overseas basketball. Yeah. Just a bad fan that way. So I don't know if she's coming over or not. Uh, I don't uh, either. Her highlights looked really, really cool. Like she's got uh, some some really nice point guard skills. But um, yeah. Well, I would love to see it if yeah. it happens. Yeah. yeah. MJ, any thoughts? Uh, I, I like the Zaya Cook move too. I think she just fits like the whole L.A because like playing in LA is like a whole thing to it to me and I think she fits that bill um she was I mean I mean I was just I was exactly about to say that I'm like she was just you know she just stepped out for like she you know she could have not went to LA Beverly Hills today looking like that right so she she's already dressed for the for the spot she fits within that that type of scene and uh but I'm loving loving the Monica Shinano move because oh, yeah? if she's doing anything like she was doing in Iowa, uh, <laughs> we because mm-hmm. they got they do have Zaya Cook and uh, can uh, do I get to mention her in this pod now? <laughs> yes, Lexi go Brown. ahead. It's fine. Lexi, it's fine. She's Lexi actually Brown. on the team and not we're not so discussing bigs or something. <laughs> if she's setting those screens for them, the way she was for Caitlin, we. They we might and then they still got NECA too, so it could get real. LA might be a sleeper team, but we'll save that for the prediction pod or like we'll stat the pod after that. (laughs) Some of the the shooting that they lost. So Biggs, Azure Stevens, NECA, Gumake, uh Dirica not to start the season, and Shanae. Yeah. Can see it. Can see there's a room for a big. I'll just say that much. Uh, another big. Um yeah. I don't have much beyond that. 
Uh, moving on down, Minnesota. They were very, very active this time around because they had all of Las Vegas's picks in the first and second round. Uh, so Diamond Miller, number two. We all like that. Uh, my Hirsch, uh, probably a stash pick, but a very, very talented young center uh, in from France. Uh, I think she's, yeah, she's 19 years old and she is very, very, supposed to be a very, very good defender. Um, uh, like, like really noticeably very great. She, her role has been pretty small overseas, uh, but she's really, really intriguing. I liked, I liked her more than Stephanie Soares. I'm going to be honest with you, uh, who everybody went, apparently went nuts over. Um, so yeah, I don't know if she's coming this year or not or whatever, but uh, looking forward to it when she eventually does make that jump. Uh, I really love this one. Dorka Yuhaz at number 16 has a good chance to make the team, I think. They don't They don't have, they have one center, one true center in, in, um, what is her name? Sylvia Sena. <laughs> no, 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 not Sylvia Fowles. No, uh, Nicolina Milic. So they have Nicolina Milic and then they have can kind of play center-ish in in Jess Shepard, kind of, sort of. But uh, Natalia Chan was pregnant, so she's probably not going to be around. Uh, Demir Stantis is more of a four, I think. There's room. They're, they don't have a starting center type. Uh, I think there's there's some room here for Dorka to make the team. We'll see how, how the moves go- look going forward. The last one in the green room, so to speak, uh, Brib Beal. Uh, of South Carolina, drafted with the last pick of the second round at number 24. And then one I'm surprised lasted until the third round. I thought she was a high second round pick. Uh, Taylor Soleil of Virginia Tech, who is a player I kind of like. And I was really shocked that that she went as low as she did. She's very, very athletic um, and a very good defender. Uh, just yeah, she's uh, another glue type of player, uh, and it, I guess there's some question about her height, whether she's five eleven or she's six foot or or whatever she is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, not not guaranteed to stick, but I definitely thought somebody was going to give her a hard look, and I'm really kind of surprised she went all the way down at 28. It's very shocking to me. Um, but yeah, got hard hard not to like what they did here. Uh, Diamond Miller, just if if only for Diamond Miller, who looks like is going to be a very, very solid rotation player at a minimum and, and might be much more than that. Becky, how are we feeling? Minnesota Lynx. Feeling good about it. Agree about the Diamond Miller pick. She feels very WNBA ready. Um, we talked about Dorka last week. I like that pick for them. I think she's a really good... She's gonna fit in well to a well-functioning offense. I think. Feels like a Cheryl pick. Like she knows, like Cheryl, yeah, yeah, found something. She knows where to be. She did mm-hmm. really well on UConn this past year. It felt like she's just always moved herself into the right places to, you know, get the ball and and drive up for a layup, um, or just be at the right place on the court at the right time. Um, I think I think it's pronounced Taylor Sewell. I think okay. you added the the French flair for I her. I did. Which... You know, I'm, I'm all about <laughs> the French, French players now. <laughs> that's it. Everybody's getting the accent. <laughs> no, that's yeah, cool. and I did see her higher. I think I saw her first round on some draft boards. And she's a really good defender. I, I definitely, I like that uh, idea that she's a glue girl type player. I think she, didn't she used to be on... 
She did transfer. I, she uh, transferred from... I listened to a great interview with her coach by... I think it was Gabe Ibrahim interviewed the coach... From of, Boston College. From uh, Boston was, College. Yeah. And she was yeah. talking about Taylor Swool and how, like, she was so great and so charismatic and she was in, like, every single club and they had to... I think this was a story about her. They had to be like, listen, we love that you love everyone and love to be in every <laughs> single activity. Do you want to commit to this or not? <laughs> so she committed and went all in on the basketball. Uh, but nice. she was just like too social and too um, energetic <laughs> at first, uh, which seems like a great quality in a teammate. So, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be on Minnesota, but I can see her sticking somewhere. Yeah, uh, I think people kind of missed the boat on on her. Feels feels like that to me. MJ, how you feeling? Minnesota is going to be a sleeper team. So league beware because they're explosive as hell offensively now. Are they? And I I think so. I think they will they have be. Have a point guard. Yeah, but man, <laughs> they, like they don't have a point guard. And they, if they have a fully like full fledged fee coming back, is that a thing? Did I? They just have make a full something? fledged fee. Did I just make P-H-U-L-L, something up? P H U L L P H U L L P H L E D G E D P H E full fledged. A full fledged fee. Hey, see, you always connect the rest of it to. Yeah, their point guards are Lindsay Allen and Rachel Bannum. So I'm. I'm kind of I'm, I'm laying off the explosiveness here and unless they're like going to be the 1990s I'm, maybe Chicago i'm Bulls. maybe i'm using the wrong word <laughs> uh, they're going to be interesting offensively and they're going to have different looks and it's going to be hard uh, to stop i'm let me get that out because i'm that's just my my imagination going off right now because i seen what they were this past season and you're adding diamond miller to that and mm-hmm. some defense no. Are you adding some defense? A little bit, but not much. And like you I, said, I they, 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 they lost need a big. Sylvia Fowles, so yeah, I don't know. They, they need a big, but they'll yeah, they be able center, to play. They still need a center, I think a starting center. Uh, they'll but, be able to play the small ball teams, though. Yeah, and then and then they need a point guard. Uh, a lot of wings, too. I'm, I'm wondering where Diamond Miller is going to play amidst. So you got Nafisa Collier, Kayla McBride, Ariel Powers, Tiffany Mitchell, mm-hmm. uh, Bridget Carlton, uh, if Jessica Shepard is considered for, she's probably going to wind up being the starting center at this rate, just because they don't have anybody else. Um, so yeah, uh, where how how do you fit Diamond Miller into all of that? Somebody's either getting traded or somebody is. Um, I don't know. It's where where does Diamond Miller fit into this? Or they're going to play small ball. Extra Super small, small ball. ball. Is Nafisa yeah. going to be the starting center? Because I'm thinking, I'm. I mean, no, <laughs> that would be crazy. But no, I don't. I would hope not. Um, I think what Becky Hammond has done, and I think she's influenced the league because I, I this draft just it's a it's a few teams that are going like Becky, small. Becky didn't play small ball. No, she didn't. But the Aces kind of kind of play small ball. Okay, and, well, yeah, they well they had they had when yeah that's right they did go to like four and four and it's like times. if you can have a really strong offense and get key stops from uh, one of your players when it matters you can win. I have a feeling we're gonna see like lineups with four wings. Yeah, and, and that's and what I'm thinking playing too. the center. 
We we might <laughs> some some really silly stuff going on here. Not against the Liberty though. <laughs> that won't happen. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I, I'm not as high on this team as you are, but it's um, there's something something's got to something that has to change. There's because it doesn't look like a real team right now. All right. Uh, speaking. Oh, um, did we talk to you about the the links, Becky? I think we did. Yeah. Uh, New York Liberty. Only one player. I don't know anything about her. Uh, great name, Okako Adika from USC. Two players back to back, twenty nine and thirty, went were both from USC. It's kind of fun. Uh, speaking of which, Phoenix Mercury. Uh, all, both third round picks, Destiny Harden out of Miami, and Kadi Sissoko of USC. I know we have some Destiny Harden fans in the house. Uh, Becky, any thoughts on Phoenix? Hype that Destiny Harden was drafted. I feel like that team needs players. That Just team doesn't need players. They did not get them in this draft. to fill roster spots. <laughs> and yeah. so maybe Destiny's in the league next year. I'd love that. Love that for maybe, you. Maybe they're, they're, they're going to stick around and wait, wait for cuts and be like, yeah, we'll take them. We'll take them too. <laughs> You're right. Uh, they're they're lacking overall, just in number of players on there. But they did. Uh, they got Sydney Weiss in camp. Uh, Kylie Shook. They got some players in camp. So maybe they can field a full a full team. Uh, Seattle. Uh, oh, I was so mad that this this they she fell all the way to number nine. Jordan Horston at number nine is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. She might be the second or third best player in this draft. Uh, fall into Seattle. Maddie Williams of Oklahoma State at number 18. Um, one of my favorites, Stolci Fanken Mangiato, South Florida, number 21. And a uh, person I don't know very well, Jade Laville, number 33, Arizona. Uh, Jordan Horston, what a great get. Uh, I think this is going uh, to... I had her going third in my little own mock draft. Uh, I think she is just like she has a little bit like that Diamond Miller <laughs> athleticism, readiness, ready to you play. Had her going to the pits of the WNBA. I had her going to D- D- Dallas, picking her at number three. Greg <laughs> was like, she's going to be a good player for a long time, and then like you had basically three cracks at her, and you didn't draft her. Right. <laughs> he lied. Didn't take her. Uh, he lied. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Jordan Horston uh, is, I think, is going to be a really, really, really good one. And everybody is going to be s- slapping their heads who passed her up. Uh, and uh, I love Dulcie Fancan Menciato. I've, I've, I think it was M who said uh, that if she were three inches taller, then she would have a real shot. Uh, I just think that she can put the ball on the floor and she can, uh, she can blow by players. And I think, uh, that gives her a puncher's chance. And she's she went to Seattle, which perfect because Seattle is like really uh, crying for players at this point. So maybe who knows? We'll see. Uh, Becky, how are you feeling? Seattle. I was very excited for you in the Dulce pick. Dulce and Elena Chineke went yes, back, to back, back to back. South Florida. And yeah, I agree. She's got definitely a fighter's chance to make the roster because. Seattle's one of those teams in free agency where you're just kind of poking it with a stick, <laughs> trying to encourage them to do something. It's <laughs> a really, really good phrase. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think Jordan Horston um, fell more than I expected. I know, I don't know if other people are like this. 
There were some early Tennessee games this season, particularly they had that one game against Ohio State where the press just absolutely dismantled them. Mm -hmm. And Jordan Horston was one of those players that just really, really struggled against their defense. And so that's always kind of stuck in my mind for her that I'm a little nervous about that. Um, You don't want to be... Rookies are always going to be attacked. Yep, that's true. And uh, so she's going to have to be ready for that. And obviously, as the season went on, the team did better and the turnovers went down for her. But that was a concern of mine when thinking about her draft position. Uh, they, I, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, the one thing, the big change happened when Tamari Key uh, went out, uh, her teammate, who was like a very paint-bound center. And the moment mm-hmm. that, that is what really opened up her offense. Yeah, it gave her some room to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I think... She'll be, let's see, her and uh, Jewel Lloyd are some two athletic players playing together. Very fun. MJ? I don't have much knowledge beyond the Jordan Horseman pick. I got to play catch up with that. But like you said, Seattle was desolate after losing pretty much all the greatness going up, you know, all Mm -hmm. going out the door, Suburb retiring, Brianna leaving. So it's it's up to Jewel, and I need to I need to uh, look into the players you guys because you got you really high on Dulcie. Like I got to check her out. So yeah, there's a good highlight YouTube highlight, and you could just kind of it shows like really like what some of her great floor skills are. Okay, yeah, and I like the Jordan Horston pick because they 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 had to replace uh, Sue Bird with something, and in a little bit of what. Uh, Brianna Stewart was bringing to the table too, and paired paired up with a uh, jewel. So we'll see how it goes. Because mm-hmm. they don't, I don't know. Seattle is still there. What was I saying <laughs> last season? Uh, <laughs> I think you were talking about like uh, you know uh, personality, not personality disorder. What was I saying? Uh, identity crisis. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, so they're really in an identity crisis now. So we got to just see what they what they put together. The starting I'll, point I'll guard might be Jade Melbourne. Wow. Who <laughs> <laughs> well, I hear good things about, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it's, it's a, a far cry from what was, you know. Yeah. So yeah, once I once I uh get some game footage and do my own little scouting in, I'll be ready for the to to speak more about uh where I see them at in the next five for sure. Okay. Uh and then finally, the Washington Mid- who traded the number four pick to Dallas for Dallas's 2025 first round pick uh, and their 2024 second round pick that was originally Atlanta's. So there's that. Uh, that right there, great draft. <laughs> Good job. Um, but we'll add uh, Atlanta Seneki of South Florida, um, who just, I like this. I like this pick for Washington. I think if somebody else had made it, I would have been like, yeah, all right, cool. But it, it feels like a Washington has something in mind type of deal. And I don't know if it's just like because her name's Elena and she's playing for Washington. And then uh, at number 31, a Spanish uh, guard to Shell Alarcon. I think that's how you pronounce her name, who I know very, very little about. But I do love the Elena Snecky pick. Um, I just kind of feel like she might be one of those uh, sneaky, uh, productive players taken in the later rounds. And I love that trade. What a great trade. I think that's that's that you're getting a better player than you would have gotten at the number four spot, spot regardless. So is, is that the prepare for EDD to leave trade? 
No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think Elena's going anywhere. Um, she her she moved. She wanted the trade to Washington to be with near her sister. And okay. and DC, yeah, she feels like it feels like she's uh, going to be a lifer there. I don't I don't see her going anywhere else at all. Okay. So, I mean retirement though. Oh, uh, I, who can say? Certainly not. She she's saying now that she's never felt or she's felt the best she has in years. So it doesn't seem like she's even even thinking about anything like that. Uh, I think she'll be around for a while as long as her back holds up. Um, she doesn't play overseas, so she doesn't have that you know year round stress that a lot of players have. Uh, and you know she takes it easy during the off season and and works on on her health and her conditioning and uh, she doesn't seem to yeah she, she seems to love basketball it doesn't seem like she's 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 uh, invested in in something else so I don't know I, I I don't see her retiring anytime soon and she has skills right that will carry over Definitely. like even if she loses her mobility she'll still be a hell of a shooter yeah that kind of thing so Christy Tolliver's not retiring <laughs> we, we don't have to she's check not? in on Elena. No, she's Christy Tolliver's is 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 gonna play. She's what like 36, 37, something like that. Wait, she's we, Elaine is I good for another five years. Christy Tolliver's not retiring. She's not retiring. Uh we're we're she's I've coming over. She's coaching. She's coming right back now. to oh, Washington. Duh. That's right. She is man. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> she's gonna much. be on the uh <laughs> she's gonna be on the Mystics. So I forgot all about that trade. Yep. Oh, she, no, she that's why LA was desolate. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, WNBA fans. They, they, they lost their future head coach. That's why they were desolate. Uh, um, yeah. So, uh, I, great, great night for them for, for, you know, not really using their pick. They did a tremendous job. Uh, Becky, how are we feeling? Feeling fine. <laughs> okay. I was a little feeling confused. Good, when they... Feeling great. <laughs> feeling great. Feeling good. How are yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, I was feeling a little confused when they drafted Suarez because they just got Shakir Austin, who I thought right. did incredible as a rookie last year. And I was like, oh, they should really invest in her. Why are they picking up this other big? And then they got rid of her. I'm like, okay. Now they're like, they did great. Yeah. And I agree that Elena Deldon should play forever. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think she's been around for, for a while. She said forever. Forever, ever? <laughs> <laughs> I'm outcasting forever. Right <laughs> forever. <laughs> we can get you the soundboard. You can use some of these little clips because we use Spotify, so we get access to the the library for for, for nice. sound for music. That's so, right. We do. That's right. Yeah, oh my do. god. Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't think you guys should let me have a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do it. Yeah. Might, we might have to pick out like uh, I'll pick out like uh, theme songs. You know, maybe, maybe use them at the closing or something like that. Uh, oh, I love can, that. That could be fun. We letting people in on on what's going, ne- what's coming next. Be on the lookout. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no. Well, I, I I posted the schedule, so so it's not a secret. But uh, all right, uh, that is our analysis of the way that the WNBA draft went. That was enjoyable. It was fun. Kathy was wearing a loading screen dress. Forgot to mention that. Uh, and then lastly, we'll finish up. <laughs> we have we have uh, bingo. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I did not get bingo because nobody made it? the heart shape. Uh, that was the only thing I was missing. 
<laughs> well, I picked my thing early, so it had like Charisma Osborne is a first round pick. Well, guess what? Charisma Osborne was not. I in felt any bad round about that. Pick. I forgot I had put it on there, and <laughs> was like, "Oh, that's that's not going to happen for you, I guess." Uh, uh, I, I do want to shout. I can't pick out the the lesbian <laughs> thirst trap, but I'm going to take your word for it. You 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 selected it, so I'm like, okay, done. <laughs> yeah, I want to shout out. They it didn't look like we had any bingos, but me, I double bingoed. I almost, I almost got the whole thing, uh, but Jesse Baruch and Dakota at A Arnold both were playing bingo along with us. Dakota mm-hmm. also would have gotten bingo if they were confident enough to just say yes. There was a lesbian thirst trap at the WNBA draft. There so congrats is. to both of them. I do also want to shout out. So occasionally, some of the bingo categories are me making fun of issues that i see in the wmba mm-hmm. so while we did get a typo a mispronounced name and a technical difficulty yep <laughs> we did not get holly Rowe bringing up a dead relative we did not get a way to NBA, go holly nba player comp i did i did they compared someone's shots like oh that's a dirk jumper but there wasn't like uh let's talk about how this person's game is exactly that, like this other person's game that was that kd tweet who, who did who was, that it? was, was it grace that was Berger, a... or who said that they they modeled their game on paul pierce yeah i think yeah. it was grace Berger. that's right I, but it's i that's to that's me not the same was thing. not what i was intending by that but yeah, if, yeah, you, yeah. if you gave yourself that go for it i believe you did. <laughs> um we did not get a male athlete interviewed hell yes and despite oh, his Biden into a WNBA team. We did not get a Tom Brady mention, which we have gotten a previous <laughs> WNBA draft. So I want to congratulate the WNBA on not centering men and dead relatives mm. as much as they typically do during the draft. There we go. We gave exactly. you guys a low bar, an extremely low bar, and you cleared <laughs> it. Way to go, WNBA. Shout <laughs> <laughs> to WNBA. Um, he said extremely did, low. <laughs> did have some really odd moments. I thought it was weird how the first thing she said to Bria Beal was like, you're a great defender. Your offense might get better. It was like, that's, that's <laughs> a weird thing to just say to a player. Oh my and God. then the Letitia Mihir interview was like, you're a role player. So tell me about being a role player and how you just fit in a role at your team because you're a role player. It's like, Holly, right. down. There was the Alexa yeah. Morris, like the thing, tell, tell, tell them what you told me. And then she, Alexa Morris is like, what did I tell you? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yeah, it was a few moments. <laughs> I think they have to cut. They did this last year, too, where Holly Rowe just like walks around and works the room at the beginning because she's not very good at that. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if someone's not very good at that, then maybe it should not be the first yeah. time of a show. Yeah. It got, it got kind of awkward. <laughs> Thankfully. Uh, yeah. All right. Um Anyway, uh, do we have any more about uh, W? Okay, we have already mentioned we're going to be doing bingo throughout the year, and it's going to be a blast. It's going to be fun. Yes. So don't uh, steal it, people. Don't steal it. Brands, March Madness. Media, we're still looking at you. Uh, I know March we're looking Madness. at you, but I don't know. I have a feeling that there come, are a couple of other couple of come, other people who like to steal ideas out here. We're going right. to keep an eye on all of you. Oh, there's actually one account I can think of that would do it, but I'll be yes. on the watch. Yep. Come recruit. <laughs> come recruit us for it or just come recruit back for us. Yeah, if you want to you wanna pay us bingo, for it, we'll you put you we'll put us. it on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to pay for my bingo baker <laughs> lifetime account. <laughs> oh, you're you're gonna pay for more than that. Bucks. Any of my expense reimbursement. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna put more into them than just the lifetime bingo cost. <laughs> yeah. I, I man, I better not see nobody do that. I'm gonna attack them. 
<laughs> be ready. It's going to be right on Twitter, too. Okay. Uh, so here <laughs> is, um, I'll just go, go through this. Uh, we have uh, some of our schedule ironed out here. Uh, on next week, we're going to start our top 25 players for 2023, uh, part one of that. And then the week following, the rest of it, part two. Uh, May 3rd, I think is the Wednesday that this will come out, is our final roster predictions for each team. We did that last year. It was immense fun. Uh, we, we have fancy spreadsheets that allow us to drop down players and get their salaries and whatnot. It's great. Uh, and then uh, May 10th and May 17th, uh, which is two days before the season starts, WNBA previews, Western Conference uh, on May 10th. And we will do the what we call the lesser award predictions, right? But you're like your your sixth player, your I don't know. Um, a lesser award? Well, I don't know. Well, okay. Wow. So you know, I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, wow. Okay. It's like not the MVP or the defensive player of the year or the all WNBA teams. How about that? All the other stuff. Sixth player, rookie, that stuff. Okay. What do you want to call them? Whatever you want to call them. The, the six, lower tier? The sixth player is the most important award. That's right. That's the most important to us. So that's actually going to go on the second half. Good. <laughs> that's good. the last okay. thing that we, okay. we talk about because we don't care about so much about the rest. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, so we're uh, half of the award predictions on, on the 10th, the other half on the 17th. Then the season starts on the 19th and we'll be jumping into it. We might have some guests lined up potentially that's all i'm going to say there have been talks so look forward to that this has been sixth podcast of the year or robococo mj tolliver i am snap wilson ah, i don't have anything other than this peace out <laughs> peace out bye <laughs>